Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, November 26, 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim ji We'll be right back. Hello. Hi, Emily. Happy Saturday. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, it was yesterday, yes, but it was still. Yes, my birthday yesterday. Yeah. And I have to say thank you to everyone here at KBS, too, because you all got me such a nice cake for my birthday. Oh, it was both for you and us. Yeah, everybody gets to eat it, right? So it's good. Yeah. So, uh, exciting weekend waiting for you, right? Right. I'm actually going on holidays Sounds later fantastic. on today. So I'll be heading to Macau and mm-hmm. Hong Kong for a couple of days. So yeah, it'll be really nice. And then I'll be back here at work by the Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I won't be on Tuesday's Soul Calling. You'll be taking over, right? That's right. But um, you'll, you'll be having all the fun in yes. Hong Kong and Macau. Lots and lots of fun. Eat lots of Portuguese egg tarts. Ooh, They're okay. Really yeah. I'm also looking for lots of scones. Mm-hmm. All of our British listeners and Irish listeners will understand why I miss those so much because they're really delicious when Mm. they're warm with lots of butter on top. Oh, that sounds wonderful, actually. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, of course, this week it is the last Saturday of the month. So next month, um, if you know of anyone or if you yourself celebrate your birthday in December, let us know and we'll celebrate it on our show. But getting back to business, though, we've got a number of announcements that need to be mentioned. Right. It's nothing new. And so far, we've asked Yuna to talk about it at the end of Listener's Lounge. But we thought that we should put more emphasis on it and remind our listeners one more time because time is quickly running out. Of course, we're talking about the ongoing KBS World Radio English Service annual survey. The Adieu 2016 survey simply asks our listeners about their favorite host, favorite program, and favorite episode. And you can find the detailed information on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. You can send the answers to us via email, Facebook, private message, or by post. And we have received a lot of responses already, but again, time is running out. We need your response by no later than December 4th. That's just eight days from mm-hmm. today. So if you haven't yet, send in your answers to English at kbs.co.kr and uh, make sure you include a due 2016 or survey in the email subject. Or, of course, once again, you can send private messages mm-hmm. on our Facebook page or by post. I think by mail, though, time is actually kind of right. pushing it. So maybe stick with email and private message for now. And we will also select some of the participants randomly and send out some nice souvenirs. So please remember to add your address in the response as well. Right. And uh, to answer a query sent to us earlier in the week by our monitor, Nick Sharp, the survey only includes the hosts and programs of uh, KBS World Radio English Services feature section and not the news section. Yeah. Now, not everybody knows this, but we are actually separate sections, Mm -hmm. like completely separate. We work in the same room area with Mm -hmm. the other languages, but we don't really work together as such. And that's why the news and current affairs in focus, as well as the news announcers and the host of current affairs, are not among the list of options given on the survey. 
Now, we mentioned that you can find the survey questions on our website, for, but for those who do not have access to the Internet, we'll give you the simplified version of the survey here on the show very quickly. Okay, question one is, who is your favorite host at KBS World Radio English Service? Number two, what's your favorite program? Number three, if you remember a specific edition or date of a certain program aired this year, please share with us, including why it was memorable. And number four, your name and mailing address. Now, once again, you can email the answers to english at kbs.co.kr or send it to us by Facebook private message. You can also send in your responses to our mailing address. Once again, if you are close by, maybe this is still an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, our address is 13 Yoi Gongwonro, Yongdeungpogo, Seoul, South Korea, and our zip code is 07235. Right, and you can find that address on our website as well if you need to check the spelling. But remember, the answers only count if we receive them by Sunday, December 4th. And thank you once again to everybody in advance for your participation. And before we move on to the letters and reports, here's one more quick reminder of our new frequency and time, which was added at the beginning of the B16 season. KBS World Radio's English service now broadcasts for two hours in a row between 1400 and 1600 hours UTC on 7.215 megahertz, targeting India. Now, we've been getting some mixed reviews on this frequency, and we'll tell you all about it when we come back after a quick break. So stick around. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed-up, emailed comments, letters, and reception reports from you, our listeners. And we'll share some of those with you on this program. We will start with our newest frequency once again. Well, we're still getting reports of major QRMs or interferences on this frequency. Listener Neela Kandan V from India sent us a report for our broadcast on 7.215 megahertz on November 18th when he tuned in from 1359 to 1420 hours UTC. Rating the simple 42442, Neela Kandan wrote, severe co-channel QRM from China Radio International, which is transmitting on 7.220 MHz at 1400 RUTC in Nepalese language, blocking KBS transmission on 7.215 MHz. At 1358 RUTC, KBS World Radio tuning signal and station ID is audible cleanly. But at 1400 RUTC, CRI transmission begins and suppress your transmission. I also suggested this frequency 7.215 MHz after hearing your test transmission on the 5th of October in 2016 at 1400 RUTC. But this frequency 7.215 MHz is unusual due to the QRM from CRI. I suggest you some clear frequencies which I checked for the past few days here in India. 7.530 MHz, 7.580 MHz, 9.715 MHz, and 9.445 MHz. You should try any one of these frequencies at 1400 RUTC in English to 
to India and Southeast Asia region. I hope that you will do that in the coming weeks so that the transmission will be clearly receivable in the target areas. I'm attaching a recording of the transmission which I monitored today. That is uh, November 18th at 13.59 our UTC. Hope that this recording will help you realize how bad the QRM from China is. Thanking you, 73s. Well, thank you, Neela Kandan, for your detailed report. Now, we did take a listen to the recording and we're quite disappointed to hear its quality. We have been relaying your feedback as well as other listeners' feedback about the severe interferences to the technical team, but there hasn't been any word yet as to whether they'll make any changes mid-season. Also, thank you so much for checking out the clear frequencies for us. We really appreciate your thoughts. And we've also relayed that information to the tech team as well. In the meantime, we will send you out a QSL card soon. Now, similarly, listener MS Srinivasa Raju of India tuned into 7.215 megahertz on November 20th between 1400 and 1415 hours UTC. The listener used a Sony ICF SW35 receiver with a 2-meter-long wire attached to telescopic aerial antenna, and this yielded a simpo of 32332. Srinivasa listened to the news and K-pop Interactive, and also noted reception poor due to China Radio International Nepali services near frequency 7.220 MHz on 500KWCN site. Srinivasa also attached an audio recording of the reception and it was very helpful, especially because we could compare it with another recording he sent us, which was for our 9.640 MHz broadcast. So on the same day, Srinivasa also tuned into 9.640 MHz between 14.30 and 14.45 hours UTC and rated that simpo 35533. And uh, listening to these two recordings one after another, we could tell what big difference the QRM makes to the reception. So thank you, Srinivasa. It's great to hear from you again. Um, I think it's been more than a year since uh, we had the pleasure of talking to you. So uh, it was great to hear from you again once again. And uh, we'll send you a QSL card very soon. Next up, our loyal listener and monitor, Nick Sharp in the UK, also sent us another recession report for 7.215 MHz recently using his Yesu Musin FRG8800 receiver with an external 15-meter L-shaped long wire antenna 2 meters above ground. Nick tuned into 7.215 MHz on November 21st from 1400 to 1600 RZUTC. Instead of severe interferences experienced by listeners in India, though, Nick noted that, um, well, sadly, the signal kept dropping down and out before returning with only a moderate amount of interference and some noise. And he rated the simpo 33232. Well, Nick also sent us two more reports for different frequencies. He tuned into us again on November 21st via 9.515 megahertz between 1600 and 1700 hours UTC. And once again, the conditions were poor with the simple at 24222, with the signal also going in and out. And earlier on November 18th, Nick said that our 2200 hour UTC broadcast on 11.810 megahertz was impossible to hear 
year. And he gave it a very disappointing rating of one across the board as it's simple. Now, thank you very much, as always, Nick, even for that disappointing news. We are, of course, very happy to hear from you. And we're glad to hear that you received what we sent as well. We'll have more QSL cards on their way to you very soon. Now, there was also something interesting that Nick shared with us in one of his emailed reports. So we will share that here with our listeners as as well. He wrote, Today, I have also been listening to Radio New Zealand International, which was reaching us on 11.610 MHz with a weak signal, yet further away than you are. They are talking about the aftershocks. It might be interesting to mention how strong the aftershocks in Korea are these days. We do have minor earthquakes here too in England, but nothing greater than 3 magnitude. Nick also sent us a link to a website that tracks tremors that occurred or those that were felt in and around New Zealand. And now that was quite interesting to check out. For those interested, it's www.geonet.org.nz slash quakes. And now looking at this website, I was actually quite shocked to learn that New Zealand is pretty much constantly shaking. It's at magnitude 2 point something or Mm. 3 point something. It's just constantly shaking. It was literally being updated as I was looking at the page. So it was kind of scary for me because I've never felt an earthquake ever. Really? You didn't feel Mm -mm. the recent one we had here? Uh, I live on the first floor and I think I was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So here in Korea, though, as many of our listeners would know uh, through our reports and other sources... We've had some of the strongest earthquakes mm-hmm. on the Korean Peninsula in recent history taking place earlier this year. It was back in September uh, when I was asleep. Right. <laughs> I, I felt it, actually. Did you really? The room, I was lying on my bed mm-hmm. just uh, reading a book, and it started to shake a little bit. Mm. And I was kind of thinking, what's going on? And then I saw all the reports. So, oh, wow. yeah, that was my first time to feel an earthquake. But luckily, it wasn't too right, serious right. for us here. Yeah, I had no idea. (laughs) But back then, it was kind of far from Seoul. It was Mm -hmm. um, in the southeastern side of the peninsula. And the magnitude at the point was at, uh, I think the peak was at 5.8. And um, yeah, there have been more than 500 minor aftershocks since, apparently. Haven't felt any of them myself, (laughs) knock on wood. And the latest one, I believe, was recorded on the 19th. So just last Saturday at magnitude 2.1, unless I've missed a few updates since then. But just a quick search showed that there are fears of more earthquakes amongst people here in Korea, especially after Wednesday's 7.4 shake off the coast of Japan. And of course, there have been more aftershocks since Mm -hmm. that as well. Now, although Korea had long been considered a safe zone from the infamous Ring of Fire, it looks like that concept is now changing quickly. Anyway, thank you, Nick, for letting us in on this nifty website. I think I'm going to be looking at it again and again. (laughs) Well, quickly take Taking a look at 11.810 megahertz, it looks like Nick isn't the only one who has difficulty picking up the signal in Europe. Our Italian monitor Giorgio Romanin sends us his weekly reports via email, and up until last month, he seemed to be able to listen to us two to three times a week on 11.810 megahertz between 2200 and 2230 hours UTC. However, this month, for the week ending on Saturday 19th, Giorgio kept the simple boxes blank for both 11.810 megahertz and 9.515 megahertz and he simply wrote 
It is not available to listen to your English KBS World Radio from Republic of Korea from November until February or March. I am sorry and I hope that there's a new possibility for Europe with your French service. Now, we are very sorry to hear that our transmissions to Europe are so horrible this season. But thank you, Giorgio, for your report. And we hope that you will still check back on the frequencies once in a while, just in case case, they're a bit clearer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Taking a look at some more reports on 9.515 megahertz, our Indian monitor Honey Islam listened to us on November 17th from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on 9.515 megahertz and said that the broadcast regularly provides good reception for him. He also added that 15.575 megahertz provides excellent reception in India between 0800 and 0900 hours UTC without interferences, suggesting that we take the time slot. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your dedication and also your suggestion, but I don't think we can claim it if it's news right now. But thank you for your support for us, and uh, your KSL card will be sent out soon. Also, Honey Islam sent us uh, some photo um, Mm -hmm. of himself standing in front of a glass case with KBS World Radio stickers on it, which was really cool. But unfortunately, the... um, the, uh, re- resolution the resolution wasn't yeah. very good, so we weren't actually able to post that up on our Facebook page. But thank you, Honey Islam. And if you do have any other photos, please do continue to send them into us anyway. Now, another one of our Indian monitors, P.S. Sikar, sent us his logs for November 13th when he tuned in to us from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on 9.515 megahertz. He said that the transmission was good and he rated the simple four across the board, but noted that conditions for 9.640 megahertz were poor with the simple at three across the board. On November 19th, however, he said that the 9.640 megahertz broadcast was heard in good condition, rating the simple four across the board, and he gave us some details of the programs he heard and added that he used a Texan receiver with a telescopic antenna. Uh, So thank you very much for that report, and we will, of course, send you out a QSL card soon. Up next, let's open up some snail mails. Listener Hiroshi Nakagawa of Japan sent us a handwritten recession report dated November 3rd. He tuned in to us on 9.580 megahertz on this day from 0200 to 0300 hours UTC. He used a Sony ICF-SW55 receiver with the rod antenna, gave us lots of details of the programs he heard, and wrote that the Simpo started out as 55444, but eventually dropped to 44433. He also commented, I have fully enjoyed your service since I learned a lot of new things in your program. For example, concerning new website and new culture center, those information could be quite useful for foreigners who want to know more about Korea. Now, of course, he was talking about Seoul Calling Stories on Seoul City's new website and Korean Culture Center in Italy. I also became interested in Sagunja, a theme of traditional Korean songs he wrote. And of course, um, that was part of the show Sounds of Korea. And Sagunja is the four plant gentlemen. Um, uh, yeah, they're kind of like themes, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, that was a really interesting version of Sounds of Korea for me as well. It mm. kind of teaches you a lot about Korean history and everything that goes along with it. So thank you very much, Hiroshi, for that. And we will send you the QSL card very soon. 
Now, our Taiwanese monitor, Cheng Nang Lu, also sent us his logs for the month of October when he listened to us on a total of 23 days throughout the month. Out of those 23 days, he rated the Simpo 54544 only on two days, and for the rest, he rated it five across the board. So really wonderful news. He used a JRC NRD92 with a whip antenna. Also, as he often does, Nan Lu also sent us a wonderful postcard from Taiwan. Now, the image on the postcard is of a Chinese opera singer, and it is very elaborately decorated, or the person is Mm -hmm. very elaborately decorated. Uh, So some people might think it's a little bit scary the first time they see it, but at the same time, it is quite wonderfully painted and also very, very colourful. The whole face is just painted with lots of different colours and styles. It's like Kiss like the members mm. of KISS. <laughs> That's what it reminds you of? Well, with more colours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, a colourful version of KISS. Yeah. Well, thank you, Nan Lu, so much for sharing that with us. And it's also up on our Facebook page, so everyone can take a look. And we will be sending you a QSL card soon. I think we have time for one more report. Listener Cao Thi Minh of Vietnam dropped by our online recession report board and wrote that she listened to us on November 20th at 9.570 megahertz. She was listening to us from 1300 to 1400 hours UTC and she rated the Simpo 2 across the board. So it's not exactly the best condition. Mm-hmm. It's a quite poor condition. But thank you for tuning in and also we will be sending you a QSL card very soon. And that's all the time we have for the letters, emails and reception reports from you today. As always, we want to thank every person for taking the time to listen to us here at KBS World Radio and for sending in your reports and sharing your very valuable information with us. So thank you everyone, as always, for keeping in touch with us. The information you provide to us is very important and we rely on you to keep tabs on how our broadcast is being received in your part of the world. So please do keep those reception reports coming. And now it's time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yuna Lee. Here's Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon Ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as events, and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. We posted a photo we received from our listener, Alan Rowe, from the UK of the KBS Multifunctional Bookstand Prize. We were glad to know that he was very satisfied with the souvenir. On this posting, Richard commented wanting to know how he can get the very same item. Unfortunately, the KBS Bookstand was the third quarter quiz prize, and there is a very low chance that the exact same item will be sent out as a prize again in the near future. However, we always have various events and competitions going on, so if you'd like to win a KBS souvenir, remember to tune in to our programs. We are currently in the middle of the fourth quarter quiz, which is another great way to win a prize. To take a look at these postings, visit our KBS World Radio Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash English KBS. Now let's move on to website directions. 
Last week, I introduced how to find drama lines, which is our weekday program in which you can learn conversational Korean phrases from scenes of your favorite Korean drama. Although this is a great way to learn Korean, the level might be too challenging for people who are just getting to know the language. There is a page on our KBS World Radio website where you can learn the basics of the Korean language, Hangul. On our main page, scroll down to the very bottom, and on the left side of the page, you will find Let's Learn Korean. The top part will take you to the drama line section of the website, which I talked about last week. The part you want to click is Let's Learn Korean in parentheses old. This will take you to a new page where you can really get to understand the basics of the language. Let's Learn Korean consists of two parts. In Let's Learn Korean 1, you can learn the Korean vowels, consonants, grammar, pronunciation, and words and phrases to use in different situations. Then move on to Let's Learn Korean 2, which provides more vocabulary and phrases for various situations. To take a closer look of the page, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr English. Lastly, as I've mentioned in last week's edition of this corner, we will be sending out calendars for 2017 very soon. If you'd like to receive a copy, send us your name and mailing address to our email, which is english at kbs.co.kr. Make sure to include the word calendar in the subject line. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Holly. Have a nice weekend! That's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim ji Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.